Chapter 1. Surprising News About Marriage, What Most People Don't Know But Need To. In 2006, I was writing one of my newspaper opinion columns and referencing the high prevalence of divorce. I wanted to correctly cite the most recent divorce rate, but was really confused by conflicting sources and articles. After trying to figure it out for two or three hours, which is a lifetime in the newspaper business, I tossed it to my then-research assistant, now senior researcher, Tally Whitehead, so I could keep working on the column. But after several more hours, Tally came back even more perplexed than when we started. It can't be this difficult, I thought. We quickly called a respected expert on marriage and divorce and asked, what's the exact divorce rate? Her unexpected answer, no one knows. Huh? Before I could say anything, she continued, and it depends on what you mean by the divorce rate. There are many different types of divorce rates. There are also many different surveys of different groups of people. There are different ways of tracking the rate of divorce today and projecting it in the future. They all say different things. There's no way to know one exact rate. Well, I tried to gather my flustered thoughts. Just an estimate then. Roughly what percentage of marriages will end in divorce? Like, what does the Census Bureau say? She said the Census Bureau stopped projecting divorce rates in 1996, and even those projections were based on divorce increasing, and it's decreased instead, so that won't help you. The divorce rate has decreased, really? But it's still around 50%, right? After all, I'd heard for years that half of all marriages end in divorce. Actually, she said, the divorce rate has never hit 50%. It has never even gotten close. Again, it depends on what you mean by the divorce rate, but no matter what definition you use, we're significantly below 50% right now. It is maybe closer to 30 to 40%, but again, no one knows. My first thought was, nuts, I'm going to have to edit my column. My second thought was, but wait a minute, what? The divorce rate has never gotten close to 50%? Why haven't we heard this before? That's a really big deal. That was eight years ago, and only gradually over the next few years did I begin to realize what a big deal the truth actually was. Not only about that, but about several other marriage and divorce myths, myths that are very discouraging and very common. Why it matters that we get to the truth as part of the relationship research that my husband Jeff and I have done over the past 12 years, we've interviewed and surveyed thousands of people about their innermost thoughts, needs, and fears. Early on, we began to get a clear window not only into their needs as men and women, which is what we were primarily trying to study, but also into how their relationships worked, what inspired and discouraged them, what they believed about marriage, parenting, the workplace, the culture. Eventually, it was clear that there was one common denominator among marriages that survived versus those that failed, hope. There were many different factors that led to either outcome, of course, but underneath it all was this bottom line. Did the couple have a sense of hope or a sense of futility? A couple could go through a terrible period, but if they felt certain they would make it, they usually did. Even if a couple lacked that certainty— the hope that things could get better was often enough to keep them going. With a feeling of, we can get through this, they would do what was needed to right the ship, patch the holes, and keep sailing. But if a couple instead thought, this is never going to get better, or we are not going to make it, they usually seemed to have a different outcome.
A sneaking feeling of futility took over, and with it, a sense of inevitability. They assumed things would never change, even if they wanted them to. Instead of motivating the couple to fight harder for their marriage, their belief in approaching doom had the opposite effect. After all, if the ship is going to sink anyway, why bother working so hard to bail it out? Far better, they think, to work on escaping the rack intact. In other words, a couple's futile feeling that we aren't going to make it ends up being one of the main reasons they don't make it. Those who work directly with troubled couples, counselors, therapists, clergy, marriage mentors, told me they generally agree. If even one spouse has a sense of hope that things can change or simply a vision to keep going no matter what, it is amazing how often that one-sided commitment keeps the marriage afloat long enough to get it sailing again, but it is tough to overcome both spouses having a sense of futility.